You have jacked into 2.1, a Netrunner Reboot Project podcast. Episode 21, Engineering the Modern Workforce. Hey, this is Remy. This episode will be very different. I want to get that out of the way right up front. If you are someone who has come to the AstroScript pilot program of previous episodes and has been like, yeah, I don't need that, I'm going to be honest. You don't need this episode. I will return next week with a normal episode and the reboot changes to the fifth data pack in the Genesis cycle. Still here? Great. So, what I've been doing mostly with the AstroScript pilot program lately is going through the Worlds of Android book. There's a bit of a wrinkle because most of the way through the Haas Bioroid section, there's this large portion that looks like a newspaper, basically. And it has this big feature article called Engineering the Modern Workforce. And as I've been thinking about different ways to handle this, and it doesn't seem like it would break down very easily into little 10 or 15 minute segments, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to devote an entire episode and cover the whole thing. Now, as I go through this, uh, there's more, because it's a newspaper, there, there are other articles that you can kind of see pieces of, sometimes only like half a column. I'm going to try to read those as best I can too, and then also drop in the little ads, and the other little pieces as I go. Hopefully it's not too confusing, but you can follow along. I'll provide the, uh, the pictures and the show notes that go along with this article. All right, here we go. New Angeles Times. Current. Haas denies allegations of articles New Angeles Giants lose to weather acid rain warning for engineering the modern workforce an in-depth look at how Haas Bioroid is transforming the way we live and work by Shugofa Karzai no one lives without paranoia these days. The corporations dictate our lives. They design our downtime, provide recreation for a price, and subtly drain us of our need to think for ourselves. We equate structure with safety. Proponents split their views on whether this trend is an insidious practice or an outgrowth of much sought-after complacency by individuals. Social psychologists insist that the average person no longer knows enough about city, country, world, or extraplanetary life to effectively handle his or her existence. I don't believe that's true. I've gone underground these past few months to get at the truth. I've dedicated myself to uncovering the facts, and I've concentrated on one of the biggest mysteries facing us today, Haas Bioroid. Everyone knows the megacorporation. It's on the tip of every tongue. 
You see their ads and infomercials frequently in the media. Haas Bioroid rents advertising space on buildings throughout the metroplexes. In New Angeles, where I'm from, you can't turn a street corner without coming face-to-face with Haas Bioroid Marketing or one of their products. Advertisement Eve, Original Sin Bioroids are everywhere, and their numbers continue to grow. In fact, one of the most closely guarded secrets Haas Bioroid has is exactly how many units currently hold positions on Earth, the Moon, and Mars, and what those positions are. One of the main objections to using bioroids has been that they replace flesh-and-blood employees in the workplace. In the beginning, HB focused on creating bioroids to take the place of humans in high-risk jobs, like handling toxic materials, fighting fires, or other jobs that included the possibility of human fatality. Now, everyone can be replaced. Humanity labor, one of the groups protesting against Haas Bioroid, fears that eventually HB will take away all jobs and reduce people to redundant systems that will get phased out. As they insist in their social platforms, human laborers have already lost many jobs due to the Bioroid contracts. I understand the complaints of those who have been replaced on the job, says Damian King, CEO of Toxic Clean Incorporated. And I feel their pain. No one wants to lose employment in the current economy. But these people forget that we accepted Haas Bioroid's labor contracts to protect them, not disenfranchise them. Toxic Clean thought only of the employees when we made the decisions to outsource jobs to Bioroids. Clones are cheaper if you look at the upfront costs, but Bioroids, while being more expensive in the short term, operate for years, are cheaper to maintain, and can be more easily designed to multitask. King is one of many CEOs who have signed multi-year agreements with HB for a Bioroid workforce. Toxic clean scours sites riddled with chemical and nuclear waste, bidding on jobs that are intensely dangerous to flesh and blood workers. Since we signed the contract for Bioroid labor, King says, we've not had one on-the-job fatality, not one. That's something to take pride in. But Human First and other groups like them forget that. They ignore the safety issues. The other change that King and other corporate representatives don't talk about is the impact on the bottom line. Divesting themselves of human workers has also enlarged their profit margin. There are no sick days or injuries among the Bioroid labor pool, nor are there any workers' comp payments. Golems don't care if they're destroyed, says an activist for Human First who did not wish her identity known. They'll melt down to get the job done if they have to, and they don't lose anything when they do. Our guys, we risked our necks on the job. The only reason we put our lives and our health on the line was to provide for our families. Try explaining that to one of those machines. If they weren't working, they'd be in a box somewhere. I enjoy my job. I have purpose. I save lives, says Ben Benjamin, 28AG31, 
a bioroid currently tasked to Hazard U.S., a competitor of Toxic Clean Incorporated. Ben-28AG31 is a bulky, blocky bioroid that's almost as wide as it is tall. With rudimentary human features, a gentle giant by way of Frankenstein, he holds a mop and a bucket and shows scarring and pitting from exposure to corrosive chemicals. He's been working with Hazard U.S. for three years, but has to have parts replaced regularly. One of the best things about employing a bioroid, says Haas Bioroid HR staffing agent Christine Pham, is that we can weld and bolt on new parts that get destroyed during day-to-day usage. You don't have to replace it with a new hire. Personalized News Bulletin, Relevance Index 83 PNB indexes supplied for your benefit by NBN and associated subsidiaries. New Angeles Times technology reporter Shugofa Karzai missing. In a statement to the New Angeles Times, NAPD Sergeant Chris Kulameka assured us, although Ms. Karzai has been reported missing and has in fact not shown up at work or her residence for the last four days, the NAPD has no reason to believe anything has happened to her. It's not against the law for adults to step away from their lives. People disappear all the time. Nevertheless, concerned friends have lobbied for the police department to open an investigation into Karzai's disappearance. It's not like her to simply disappear, the missing reporter's co-worker, Carlos Weber, declared. She'd been with the Times for over three years. Shugofa wouldn't just leave. He insists that something has happened to the young woman. The NAPD is part of the cover-up. Everyone knows how corrupt they are. Anyone with knowledge of Shigofa Karzai's whereabouts is encouraged to contact the New Angeles Times. Help! Someone G-modded my dog! Alarm spread through a suburban La Costa neighborhood on Thursday when contractor Hector Zapara announced that his dog had been subjected to involuntary genetic modification. I think he ate a rat or something, Hector said. Now he walks around on his hind legs half the time, and one time I found him in the backyard even though I know I never opened the door to let him out. Angeles Metro will transform them into aberrations like the Hachi Inu NAPD police clones. The Hachi Inu are known for their enhanced senses and human-like hands, but so far there have been no reports of Jinteki brand animals coming from anywhere other than an approved Jinteki Copy Center. Through our systems, Professor Rose explained that genetic modification requires the intervention of a vital protein designed to insert the DNA into the host's genome. I don't know, she said. Maybe the rat was sick with a retrovirus of some kind? The whole thing seems pretty unlikely. Major Ag Infusion Soy Beef Recall Agricultural giant Ag Infusion has been forced to recall some 40 million servings of soy beef after finding that the product was contaminated with actual beef. The rights of the consumer in light of soy beef scandal. Jinteki and other major in the agricultural sector dominate governments of Australia and other Customers who purchased contaminated soy beef product have already been contacted via auto-push to their pads, 
and will be offered a complimentary full replacement. Would you like to continue using Retro Skin Good Old Days? Personalized News Bulletin, Relevance Index 79. PNB Index is supplied for your benefit by NBN and associated subsidiaries. Bioroid destroys chemical supply warehouse. No one knows why James AK49I27, a clerical unit, went off program today and set fire to Allied ChemTool. The blaze destroyed millions of dollars in supplies and property. Incidental damage to the surrounding neighborhood has yet to be calculated. The New Angeles Fire Department arson unit has been dispatched to investigate the fire, but Haas Bioroid investigators have laid claim to the site. According to Allied ChemTool spokesperson Jerry Dubois, the corporation has a contractual obligation to Haas Bioroid for a first look at any possible malfunction of their units. Haas Bioroid's Loss Prevention Program, HBLPP, includes theft of and damage to corporate property, that is, the Bioroid units leased to various agencies. In the past year, HBLPP agents have recovered an unspecified number of stolen units and prosecuted everyone connected to any actions against the corporation. HB's loss prevention agents are good at what they do, Heinlein Assistant District Attorney Layla Wynn states. Every ADA in the district attorney's offices wants to grab one of their cases because they're slam dunks in a courtroom. Caption James AK49I27 was purportedly hacked by a neural networking student who dropped out of Haas Bioroid's computational neuroscience program at Levy University. Continued from Engineering the Modern Workforce Hazard U.S. Project Manager Alexandria Tott has a different view of the Bioroids. Workers like Ben are amazing, she says. They show up on time without complaint. No sick days. And they'll work a 16-hour shift without complaint till the job is done. For a moment, sadness shows in her gray eyes. Losing one of them is really hard. Most people think of them as just automatons. They're like puppies, eager to please and so, so innocent. And no matter what anyone says, they're not immediately replaceable. You spend time working with these units, you get to know them, they get to know you. It's part of the AI programming. Every Ben might not start out unique, but each Ben becomes unique, just like people. Still, others have a different viewpoint based on events. Golems don't go haywire. My shadow net informer identifies himself as a disgruntled ex-Haas Bioroid employee who worked in the neural networking arm, where Bioroids are encoded with basic programs. Somebody hacked that James unit. That's what happened. HB will tell you hacking one of their golems is impossible, but it's not if the hacker has knowledge of the neural architecture and a few high-level foolies. Someone who knows what he's doing can climb into a Bioroid and wear it like a shirt. Cameron Humboldt is one of the public faces at Haas Bioroid and one of its neural networking overseers. 
He's in his late 20s, a wunderkind from HB's Special AI Development Division at MIT. He sighs when asked about the possibility of hacking the James. Look, you're a nosy... He struggles to maintain his composure, but his skin mottles with anger, and his eyes tighten as he controls himself. His words echo a level of strain. You know how people love to talk about tabloid pap. Rumors flourish like weeds. I'm telling you now that it's not possible to hack one of our units. Still, the likelihood of just such a hack lingers in the minds of several people. The higher intelligence and more self-governance you give these things, the more risk you're going to incur, Dr. Nolan Tate says as he folds his interlinked hands over his stomach. He's in his mid-80s, no longer actively involved in designing the neural networks that create bioroids after being released from Haas Bioroid, but he instructs the young minds that will continue to enhance corporate products of the future at Levy University. That's a simple fact. The more lines of code you use, the more vulnerable those networks are to hacks. There are too many connections, and they all have to work together. In the last 20 years, Haas Bioroid has seen thousands of offers by companies to become suppliers or software engineers for Bioroid production, but only a sliver of these have been accepted. Director Haas, thus far, has a monopoly on the Bioroid market, says one such expert who wished that she and her corporation would not be mentioned. As we have seen, some of those who were rejected become vengeful and violent. Until you can factor people out of the equation, you're going to see attempts made against Director Haas and her corporation. Factoring people out is exactly what Haas Bioroid is trying to do, Human First member Gorak Al-Issa proclaims. People need to pay attention. This is just a smokescreen. HB won't admit to that James being hacked, and it probably wasn't, but they've got public relations teams who will whisper that to create confusion for the masses. Their crisis management people put that spin on the accident, when really, this was just a play to jam the government's investigation. No one knows how many cyber and physical attacks have been launched against HB. There are at least 37 documented attacks on holdings in Heinlein, Sydney, Cologne, Johannesburg, and New Angeles. The last such attack took place at the Shiloh offices, when a sniper started shooting at departing HB employees a week ago. Haas Bioroid is helmed by Director Haas, but her son, Thomas, is much easier to meet for a face-to-face. During the brief interview I am able to obtain, Thomas Haas stands in an office overlooking a silver and black moonscape at Heinlein. Elegant as ever, Haas appears relaxed and energetic. He has a reputation as a bad boy in many of the shoutcasts. I asked him about the controversy regarding the use of bioroids in the workplace and the violent outbreaks that continue to take place regarding the labor solutions Haas Bioroid provides. He shrugs and shows me that photogenic smile doubtless made perfect by Gmods. That expression has been plastered across every scream sheet I've ever seen. And Thomas Haas is an icon for the younger population. People always complain about change, Thomas Haas says. 
They get set in their ways and don't want to embrace the future in the workplace, but can't wait for the next iteration in entertainment. That's always been the case. The Haas family always focuses on the future, Director Haas says in a rare interview eight years ago. My forebears didn't settle for riding on their successes when we were Haas industry. They created the future then, and we still do now. When asked about what he sees in the future, Thomas Haas reveals that enigmatic smile again. I can't talk about that right now. But I can tell you this. Director Haas doesn't like change any more than anyone else. But it's coming. People forget that Haas Bioroid produces more than bioroids, retired Space Expeditionary Corps Lieutenant Dilma Serra says during a recent interview. She lost both legs and one arm in the Martian colony wars. Without the cybernetics I received from Haas Bioroid, I wouldn't have the quality of life I do now. A lot of veterans are thankful for them. Me? Thankful? says retired United States Army Corporal Bernard Roth. Sure, let's call it that. Thankful as expletive deleted. I'm alive because of cybernetic organs and a expletive deleted leg replacement, but where's my quality of life? I got my pension from the Army, but I got no job. I got a roof over my head at the VA, and I can work, but nobody's hiring. You ask me if I'd had more parts replaced? come back less human, I could get expletive-deleted work. When most people think about downtime and places outside their homes to gather with friends, they usually consider sporting events, shopping, and perhaps hobbies they enjoy. Small and large clubs where people gather have been a part of life since our ancestors first put down permanent roots. I grew up in this bar, Louis Chua, proprietor of the Blinking Owl, says. My grandfather bought it when he and my grandmother scraped together money for it. I was pulling beer, mixing drinks, and rolling narc sticks since I was nine years old. My grandmother taught me. My grandparents came here because their land in Singapore was purchased by one of the corps, Chuba says. They invested everything they had in the bar. It used to have another name, but my grandmother changed the name to the Blinking Owl, naming it after the herb she grew in a small garden in the back. Chua points at the gleaming buildings just across the street. Urban renewal came in and swept away most of the old neighborhood. The property over there is owned by Astrapo Corporation. They're a Greek business that specializes in manufacturing batteries. The name is supposed to mean electricity or something like that. When Estrapo Corporation came into the neighborhood 10 years ago and bought all the rental properties, the renters were driven away by high prices. Everybody thought Estrapo was going to provide a lot of jobs, Chua says. Instead, they brought in bioroids. With their homes gone and no jobs to replace the ones that had been eliminated as well, folks just moved away. For a time, Chua feared he was going to lose the family bar. You want to know what saved this place? Chua smiles bigger than ever. The same thing that nearly killed it. Advertisement. Mega deals. Mega savings. 
Shop Megabuy to get the latest and greatest in electronic fashion and accessories. Show this rag for 30% off the entire Infinity line from Cyber Solutions. Offer good in New Angeles showrooms only. He's talking about the bioroids that now occupy the tables and chairs once filled by flesh and blood clientele. The bioroids are high-functioning models, ones that have enough intellectual capacity to interface with humans on a daily basis. These models are receptionists, clerks, childcare providers, and sales representatives. Chua leans on the bar and shakes his head at them. They started drifting in one day and took up seats. It's still strange to see them talking to each other, like they're real or something, you know? These bioroids, they're curious by design. They like to problem-solve, like to be challenged by things. Sliding a deck of cards from under the bar, Chua spreads them on the bar. This is what saved me, a deck of playing cards. After business started slowing down, I started playing solitaire. My grandfather taught me that. Anyway, I was playing cards, and some of the bioroids came up to ask what I was doing. Not having anything else to do, I explained the game to them. They took it up. Took up a lot of other games, too. Bioroids sit at the tables, playing cards, Go and Mahjong. Chua also provides computer interfaces for online gaming and VR as well. Once I found out these bioroids liked games and would pay for the privilege of sitting here playing, the flow of credits into the owl picked up. I invested in the computer units. Chua nods toward the filled computer stations. They play everything. From the Vault Personalized News Bulletin Relevance Index 81 PNB indexes supplied for your benefit by NBN and associated subsidiaries. Deadly Sniper claims 14 victims in Shiloh. On Friday morning, employees at Haas Bioroid in downtown Shiloh stepped out into the gun sights of a spree killer. During the cold-blooded, methodical attack, 32 people suffered gunshot wounds. 11 of them died at the scene, and three more were pronounced dead at local hospitals. The sniper, Siok Kwang Ho, was found dead in an office building opposite Haas Bioroid's offices. Siok was a former Prysec contractor who was trained as a sniper, but no ties have been discovered that linked him to Haas Bioroid. Police investigators have found tentative connections between Siok and Human First. The case is open, CLPD Detective Anton Malfatti says. If today's attack was part of a conspiracy, we'll find out who's behind it. Net crime on the rise. New Angeles has been the epicenter of a rising tide of net crime, authorities reported on Friday. The National Security Center Administration reports increases in automated crime, identity theft, network intrusion, chip ripping, digital counterfeiting, and unauthorized surveillance over a six-month period covered by the report. The NAPD Net Crimes Division recommends that all citizens update their pads and other digital devices to keep their protection patched to close loopholes found and exploited by cybercriminals. Even the newest device can be at risk of infection. Blindly accept every security patch pushed on you by some secretary you encounter on the net, warned Lieutenant Inez Delgado of the NAPD. 
into compromising your own device. The human element, Delgado says, is usually the principal point of weakness criminals exploit. Available ICE Allegations that the NSCA's ratings are skewed by graft and financial considerations are, according to an NSCA spokesperson, unfounded. Advertisement One Night Only R. Live Miranda Rhapsody Continued from Engineering the Modern Workforce They pay those golems, a disenfranchised worker complains. He was once an overseer at Estrapo Corporation, but was replaced by Ash 4L1KD5PS, one of HB's office productivity models. The corpse leased those units from HB, then give them a weekly cred stick. Talking to Thomas Haas proved that was not exactly the truth, though a lot of people perceive the situation in that light. The corps that hold contracts with us don't pay our units, Thomas Haas says. Those units are given a weekly credit allowance from HB. We don't tell them how to spend it. They choose. That's part of their training. They spend their credits in places so they can socialize with humans and learn from those encounters. Our high-end bioroids constantly educate themselves and quickly advance past where we start them out. The crude mental capacity units like the Davids and the Simons are just smart machines. If the laws allowed, they would work 24 hours a day for days at a time. Whatever changes take place in those jobs are small, and a quick download from HB takes care of whatever adjustments need to be made. However, the more advanced units require input, and the only way they can truly get it is through interaction with humans. If we force the more able units to simply stay in their jobs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Thomas Haas says, corpse will basically have a robot, just a cog in a machine. What we offer is a fully adaptive bioroid that becomes better and better at the job it performs. The corpse realize they're getting a bargain because these bioroids don't balk at change or multitasking or just have a bad day. They're perfect assistants, loyal and intelligent. Reginald Diamato, freelance business analyst and investor, offers this thought. You can't just lease a bioroid and throw it at a job. You have to let it know what you expect from it. The bioroids aren't just plug-and-play units. These top-of-the-line models have creativity and imagination built into their software. They're nowhere near as advanced as humans, but the potential for growth is there, and that potential needs to be realized. Advertisement Golem got your job? Brown and Zhang have got your back. We are certified attorneys with years of experience in employment law. Get what you are owed. Tap here for a free consultation. Endorsed by Humanity Labor. What is the greatest teaching tool we have? Dr. Benedict Grayson asks. As a child development specialist with a focus on learning disorders, Grayson is one of the leaders in his chosen field. In addition to his work for federally funded teaching resources, 
and his own computer game development agency, Grayson also serves as an inductive reasoning consultant for Haas Bayreuth. In his early 60s, but looking much younger, Grayson sits on a large inflated ball in his office, which looks more like a child's dream room. Shelves hold manipulatives in bright colors and various shapes. Boxes contain tactile games, stuffed animals, and action figures. I'll tell you what that tool is, Grayson says as he holds a pink shark and simulates it swimming through the space between us. Play. He laughs, and the noise is infectious, childlike and innocent. When I first mentioned this to Director Haas, she thought I was crazy. She thought you could simply design a bioroid that could pass as human just by recording someone's psychological profile and memories. Children only become children by modeling behavior and learning critical thinking skills through play. The ability to play and learn is what separates HB's next-gen bioroids from early attempts at simply making humanoid robots. We've created a new species, if you will. The high-end models wanted by employers require levels of sophistication and socialization that can only be gained through interaction. By the age of five, children have learned 80% of their social skills. That's a fraction of the life expectancy of a bioroid. We can't wait that long. We accelerate that growth potential in bioroids through play. Bioroids will continue to learn until the day they cease functioning. According to Grayson, the cognitive functions have to include a proclivity to experiment, to extend an experience, and twist it and turn it to provide diverse permutations. Think about children growing up. Grayson says. Children develop through repetition. They hear words, they repeat them, and through that association they learn the names of things. That's easy learning. Garbage in, garbage out. But teaching them to extrapolate concepts and ideas, they have to do so much more. Life knows a lot about survival right out the gate. Interestingly enough, the lower the mental processes of that offspring, such as a lizard or a fish or an insect, the more it knows about survival. But when you replicate a mammal, a high-functioning offspring, the result is a creature that cannot take care of itself for a considerable length of time. Left on its own after birth, that offspring would surely die. You get the same thing when you merely record a persona onto a bioroid. When you want a limited unit, like a David or a Simon, you can produce a more or less complete piece. Grayson leans back and interlocks his hands behind his head. For a more independent, problem-solving unit, you have to factor in the ability to play. Our children learn from their parents, from their extended families, and from their communities. You must have nature and nurture with them, replication and training. Grayson spends time pointing out that children learn best at first through imitation, duplicating the interactions they have with those who care for them. It's a process called mirroring, and he insists that the more social a person is, the more mirroring that person has learned to do. This socialization usually correlates 
with success in our culture. At HB, the high-functioning bioroids are trained to work with humans through role-play. Grayson shakes his head. We didn't realize how limiting that was until some of our field inspectors discovered the units had developed a love of games. Can you understand how excited we became? A whole new world opened up to bioroid training. Red Blood on the Red Planet Mars has been rocked by the sixth incident of widespread violence and unrest this month. On Wednesday, Earth Date, night, workers from the Picus clan in Bradbury clashed with off-world emigres in fatal encounters in the Bradbury neighborhood known as the Therm. Earth, said one source within the MCA, is becoming clear to me that the so-called Martian clans are nothing more than terrorist cells operating with a veneer of legitimacy granted to them by the naivete of Earth governments. Make no mistake, someone needs to remind. His college years, but hotel records leaked to the press indicate that he had been drinking the night of his death. Source close to the case within the NAPD. The motive is obvious, what with Gray's involvement in the Martian summit would speak on the record, saying only that the NAPD doesn't comment on cases under investigation. Continued from Engineering the Modern Workforce. Caption. Bioroid AIs deployed in intrusion countermeasures are the latest application of adaptive security technologies. Fine, snorts Cassidy, a Human First member, Teach them how to play chess or mahjong or even charades if you want. Doesn't matter, because those things don't enjoy it. And at the end of the day, they'll still be golems. They're not people. Maybe they're not people, Chua says as he watches over his new cybernetic clientele with a fond gleam in his eye. But if you pay attention to them playing out there, you can see that some of them do enjoy playing it. I got school kids come in here some afternoons and take on the bioroids. The kids enjoy interfacing with the bioroids, and they learn a lot from each other. As we talked, a local mother came in for her children, calling to a son and a daughter. Both children were polite and waved to the Greg unit, designed as a sales clerk, as they left. The bioroid waved back. You get some of the parents in here like that, Chua says. It's kind of a babysitting service. He shrugs. I make a little profit off of that which helps me get new games and computer access for the bioroids and the kids. Everybody wins. Of course, some of the parents aren't like that at all, and kids have to sneak in and sneak out of here. But overall, the situation is good for everybody. The Blinking Owl has its detractors. The NAPD has been called in on several occasions, but the kids don't drink anything but the tea and cocoa Chua keeps on hand for them. People still complain, but it's a nuisance he's putting up with because he sees that he's doing a service to the community. There's no way anybody's going to put bioroids back in the box, Chua says. They're here to live with us, so we might as well make the best of it. I think I help provide a good environment for that. Not all of the high-end bioroids seek out places to play games. 
Many of the Stevens and Florences work as caretakers in senior citizens' homes, hospices, or as personal nurses to people who wish to employ them as such. When not on the job, these bioroids volunteer for charity work, in soup kitchens, and as aides in school systems. These models are used to taking care of sick people, or people who are really close to death, Dr. Blanche Carmichael says. She is a nursing instructor at Levy University Teaching Hospital in New Angeles. They're designed with emotional complexity. They become close with the people they're assigned to care for. And when they lose a patient to sickness or ill health, it affects them. In the early stages, Carmichael goes on to say, bioroids who worked in caretaking fields were worked to exhaustion. Not physical exhaustion, but an emotional exhaustion. Day after day, those units would see all this turmoil and chaos. They'd have to deal with more than just their client. They'd have to deal with the client's families as well. That's a lot of uncertainty and suffering and loss. And it's too much for their personality indices. As a result, some units shut down and became non-responsive. They had to be taken back into HB and rechanneled. To everyone's surprise, those units broke down from post-traumatic stress disorder. That's not what it really is, Carmichael says, because they're all machines. Just highly evolved machines that end up crashing because of something very like PTSD. Everyone was surprised about that. Some of the software people theorized that the constant loss of patients interfered with the bioroid's first directive, that they're supposed to keep humans alive. In most of the cases they're involved with, that's just not possible. As part of the therapy the caretaker units had to undergo, they were assigned to the soup kitchens and other positive feedback assignments. It's all about helping people, Carmichael says. We all need to know we make a difference, that we can help someone, not just make death easier. Medicine is about prolonging life, but you have to remember what you're prolonging it for. Giving help to someone who needs it and appreciates it that's a special kind of medicine you don't get just anywhere. When the change in services was rolled out to people who contracted the caretaker units, some pushback resulted. However, Director Haas negotiated some tax relief credits for everyone who allowed their bioroids to take part in charity activities. The therapy has since become more popular. Some of the bioroids do occupy on-site crypts, where they are stored till they're used again. This usually happens in fields where bioroids are unable to perform the work without supervision and thus follow the same schedule as their human co-workers. I worked with the guy who was in charge of the bioroids at our department, Edgar Beliveau says. We worked at this design place. Kim and I created custom cabinets and miniature bars and countertops. The bioroids manufactured everything we designed. Beautiful stuff and they could work in transplass, concrete, glass, and vanisteel. Kim and I would design. They would build. We couldn't design stuff fast enough to keep the bioroids busy all day. That was one of the reasons I ended up getting let go. It takes time to create art, but my boss didn't see it that way. She got the bioroids because they were faster than any machinists or craftsmen we ever had, figured she'd up production. She did. Upped production right out of me having a job. Before that happened, though, Kim told me he felt sorry for those bioroids just standing in their boxes at night. 
said he'd go down and talk to them some night just to keep them company. He told me they seemed to like it. I just figured Kim didn't have many friends. Oliver Durst rents small apartments to several high-end bioroids in the apartment building he manages. He says he still has problems believing Haas Bioroid rents the spaces for their units. Establishing domiciles for the higher-end bioroids was a logical next step in their progression, Dr. Benedict Grayson says. They play, they learn, but you have to do something with that learning. These new model bioroids we're turning out now they have to learn to be responsible, too. Bioroids such as the Matthew and Lauren models are expected to integrate with their communities inside their apartment buildings. They get to know people, Samantha Grissoni says. Becoming a neighbor is part of the extended learning process. She frowns, looking troubled and displeased. This stage of their evolution, and yes, I use the word evolution because it fits, is difficult. Most people don't want to get to know the bioroid living in their building. But we're hopeful this integration will eventually turn a corner. Durst goes on to say that the bioroid renters are good business. They don't complain. If something goes wrong in their apartments, Haas Bioroid usually sends a maintenance team in to take care of things as part of the renting agreements. Blurb The Blinking Owl used to be a good place to drink a cool one after work, or maybe light up a little dream smoke. But now Chua is letting the golems come in to play their little games. You ask me, those monsters just come in there to mix with real people to find out what all of our weaknesses are. Then one day they'll rise up, and that'll be the end of us. Put a gun to my head, I still ain't going back to that place. They're not living among us. A human-first activist tells me as we talk on a dark street corner, Haas Bioroid sent them to spy on us. Director Haas is hoping everybody will get so inured to seeing them everywhere that we won't even know when they've taken over. But you take a look around. There's lots of those golems dying among us. Destruction of Bioroids isn't a commonplace occurrence but the number of crimes perpetrated against them is slowly rising. As civil unrest and anger among the unemployed and disenfranchised rises, some of those individuals take matters into their own hands. Bioroids have been beaten to pieces, set on fire, and even taken up into hoppers to be dropped onto streets hundreds of meters below. The more unusual cases end up in the scream sheets from time to time, but generally the news rags and media feeds have less mundane stories to report on instead. The New Angeles Police Department is overwhelmed as it is, and the destruction of property rates fairly low compared to higher-order concerns such as murder, org crime, and net crime. Even when we know who committed the attacks, it's only a property damage charge, says Captain Stuart Mendoza of the NAPD. Sure, our four-spec team collects what evidence they can, but Haas Bioroid has its own legion of lawyers to pursue these cases in civil and criminal court when the Bioroid wasn't bought outright by the end user, which is most of the time. Even then, humanity labor represents a lot of these defendants, many of whom are or become human first members in the process, and there are numerous settlements out of court. 
Does it bother me when I work the destruction of a bioroid? Asks Floyd 2X3A7C, the first bioroid detective placed in the NAPD. His artificial features are deliberately emphasized, so anyone he interacts with will know he's not human. NAPD HR didn't want any confusion on the street where he works. Only a short distance away, the warped chassis of a pleasure bioroid lies twisted and burned on a hotel patio on the hundredth floor. Hoppers slow down as they pass to observe the destruction. I'm not designed to be bothered. I'm designed to investigate, to question circumstances and people until I arrive at a perpetrator for a crime. I will discover who vandalized this unit and prepare a case against him or her. In the course of his service at the NAPD, Floyd 2X3A7C has put his existence on the line to save a fellow officer four times. I acted to save my fellow officers, Floyd says. The idea of their impending deaths did not bother me at the time. I carried out the directives, which form an integral part of my core self. Humans must not be allowed to die through my inactivity, regardless of whether they are the perpetrators or my partner. One of the strangest things I happened to notice during my interview is that Floyd wears a crucifix on a chain around his neck. His fellow detectives tell me that he also attends church. When I ask him about the crucifix, Floyd touches it and almost acts sensitive about the issue. I have questions, Floyd tells me. Questions about my own nature and that of all bioroids. I am aware that I am much more than many other simpler units, but I wonder if all of us are not more than the sum of our parts. He tucks the crucifix away. One day I will know. Until then, I will speculate and question. He looks at the inert unit only a few meters away. It is possible that unit has not simply terminated her existence. I choose to believe there is more than meets the eye. I believe Haas Bioroid has created something far more human-like than they believe, something that may prove more permanent. A hot new craze is sweeping the New Angeles media scene, 3Ds and Sensees from Moombad. Media curator X-Blaze credits a rights deal recently signed between Harish Chandra Entertainment of Moombad with NBN Media Gold that makes thousands of top-quality Indian entertainment units available to the New Angeles consumer. Harish Chandra is known for its extremely bright and spectacular sim senses that cover a... There's a tremendous backlog of entertainment coming out of India. Shoutcast Thursday. Some of it is in Indian English, which is totally intelligible, speaks American, and the rest can be easily live-translated by your streaming. The first wave is said to include sensi classics like Passion's Lakshmi Runway. Murder on the Beanstalk Liberty Society attorney Miles Swanson was found dead on Midway Station on Thursday morning, according to the SCA. The medical examiner indicated that Swanson was shot. The NASX, NYSE, and other global markets are all climbing to record heights, and the Wayland Consortium is leading the major indexes with impressive gains in the East Asian exchanges. Titan Transnational plans to issue their quarterly earnings later today. 
Unsurprisingly, the credit remains strong against the U.S. dollar and Chinese yuan, but our analysts are wondering just how long this market rally can last. Continued from Engineering the Modern Workforce People don't see all the abuse that's done to bioroids, and that's because most people don't go to places like Eliza's Toy Box. When Haas Bioroid put their catalog together, they didn't miss a trick. Pleasure bioroids like the Eve and Adonis models, among Kevin's and Lisa's and others, are constructed solely to service the baser desires of humanity. These bioroids work in places like Eliza's Toy Box and Patty's Secret, from high-scale businesses to airlocked shacks out in the Martian colonies. Some of the units are passed around from ship to ship. It's easy to write off a pleasure bioroid because, in its own way, it's just as much a tool as a Benjamin that works 16 hours a day cleaning the same area over and over, or a Jonathan that repairs broken-down equipment. Sex sells. That's become a common saying in business, and it's never been truer than since Haas Bioroid started production on units designed for this purpose. Eve 49A57D works in the Fleur-de-Lis Pleasure House, an exclusive club on the north side of Lunacent. I only got in because Thomas Haas arranged the interview. Haas Bioroid is obviously proud of their pleasure bioroids. I'm greeted at the door to the expensive business. Most of the building is substrata, as are most dwellings on the moon, but Fleur-de-Lis boasts an above-ground transplaz tower that looks out over the moonscape. Earth looms large in the distance. The meeting takes place in one of the posh suites on the top floor. The pink decor is almost overwhelming, and the antique furniture, French, I think, must have cost a fortune to be shipped up from Earth. I take a seat on one of the plush couches, but I can't get comfortable, because no matter where I look, the round bed covered in pink satin draws my attention. Eve enters the room, and she looks exactly like the catalog image displayed in hollow in the entryway. She's blonde and beautiful, everything a fantasy should be. And I can't help but wonder how many more Eves there are. I've been told she is a popular model. She fixes me a drink and makes herself comfortable on the couch. I can't help shifting a little away from her, and this causes her to ask if I would prefer an Adonis. I wouldn't, and I tell her that I'd specifically asked for an Eve. Surprisingly, she's articulate, up on current events, politically correct and non-controversial, however, and she won't take a side on an issue no matter how hard I press her. By this time... I notice her voice has changed, and she has taken my hand in hers. I pull my hand back as politely as I can, surprised at how responsive I am to her. If she'd been an Adonis, I think the night could have ended much differently. Maintaining objectivity is still hard. She apologizes and tells me she didn't mean to rush me. I tell her I'm not one of her usual clients and that I'm surprised she wasn't told why I was there. I know why you're here, Eve 49A57D replies. You want to talk to me about what I do here. I tell her that's right. I can't talk about the people I see. 
I tell her I understand that and that I just want to know how she feels about her job. I love my work. She smiles and her eyes sparkle. I make people happy. I provide them with satisfaction they can't get anywhere else. What could be more wonderful? After an hour of interviewing and having to fight off many different attempts at seduction, many of which I'd never seen before, I took my leave. Lisa XM4DR9 walks a corner down on Mayoreles Street in Base de Cayambe's red light district. She wears a short dress with a plunging neckline that barely maintains her modesty, though she probably wouldn't care. She's a redhead, and her skin is as pale as milk. She also looks much younger than the Eve I interviewed on the moon. The surroundings are low rent. Trash blows through the street behind us. I'm not there alone. I hired a bodyguard to watch over me, a mercenary working for a private security form. I've never been here before, and I don't feel safe. Lisa walks up to me and tells me what she'll do, and for how much. I explain that I'm a reporter just trying to get a story. I tell her I'll pay her for her time and slot my cred stick in her reader. She tells me she doesn't know if that will satisfy her owner, but he's not there at the moment, so she can spare a little time. Hoppers flit down from above, picking up women and men and disappearing with them. It's a well-run business, and I know she is missing work she may need. Some people are just twisted, New Angeles Detective Louis Blaine says during an interview. He's a big man, scarred from past experiences, and looks like he hasn't smiled in years. It would be safer for people buying their sex to stick with an establishment, but you got people who don't want a chance getting found out. He takes another bite of a jelly donut, chews, and swallows. And you got some who like to get their freak on by picking up someone in the streets. Those red light districts are especially prime targets for android hate groups. Lisa and I are only able to talk a few minutes. I ask her if all she's ever known is the street, or if there was somewhere else she'd worked previously. I worked at another place for a few months, Lisa says. Have you ever been to Belladonna's? I tell her no, but I don't tell her I've never heard of it. It was a small place, Lisa says, but I had a room there, some friends. She gazes around. The people out here on the street, they're not as friendly as they could be. Most of them outside of what I do don't want to talk to me, and the people who rent me, they don't want to talk either. She looks wistful, and I try to remind myself that it's just a programmed reaction. I miss the talking. We get to talk a little longer, and I can't help but feel I'm doing her a favor. Then her owner returns, figures out that we've just been talking, and tells me to keep paying or move on. I leave Lisa standing there, and I try not to feel guilty. The Kevins in the world don't have it any easier than the Eves or Lisa's. I meet Kevin 28R96M in my building by chance. He sits outside the door in the hallway. When I ask him what he's doing there, he looks up at me with a troubled expression and tells me that he has displeased his mistress. When I ask him how he did that, he shakes his head and says he doesn't know. I look more closely at him and see the faint telltale bruising on one of his cheekbones, a cyan blue coloration, 
instead of purplish-red, and a tear along the synth skin of his bottom lip. It is getting so hard to tell some of the high-end models from humans. A door down the hall opens, and one of my neighbors I've never met waves me over to her. Get away from him, she says in a low voice. If his owner catches him talking to you, she'll take it out on him. That woman is insane. She's already destroyed two bioroids in the past year, ever since her husband left. When I get to my office, I find out who the abusive neighbor is and discover that her husband didn't leave. He disappeared 16 months ago. And the Kevin line resembles his appearance to an uncanny degree. Each year, an undisclosed number of pleasure bioroids get destroyed by criminals or their owners. Despite several attempts to research those numbers, there are no complete reports of these incidents, in part because an owner can do what he wants to his own property with impunity. It's a disturbing phenomenon, Dr. Benedict Grayson reports. I've seen studies where it's been suggested that bioroids be used in therapy to allow patients to literally destroy the cybernetic effigy of whomever has troubled them in their lives. But I've never heard of a story where that was actually done. Still, some people self-medicate. Others are addicts. And some don't have control of their more violent emotions, so anything is possible. As to whether an abused bioroid would ever turn on a person who tortured it, that's just not feasible. The three directives cancel any possibility of that. A bioroid cannot harm a human. He frowns, no matter what the human does to it. Caption. This vidcap begs the question, could rogue bioroids be living among us? A few days after meeting Detective Blaine, I meet him again while covering the destruction of a pleasure bioroid in the red light district. He's in the evidence room. Blaine wears his trench coat and holds his fedora in one big hand. He looks more tired than when I last saw him. When he looks up at me, he doesn't look too surprised to see me. The bioroid corpse is on a stainless steel table under a white sheet, both probably borrowed from the morgue. Instead of blood, a blue fluid stains the sheet, and the figure beneath it looks disturbingly human. When Haas Bioroid first unleashed their products, Blaine says, Some guys on the force said it would be the end of human trafficking. They cut down on that business a lot, especially since killing a bioroid ain't murder. He strips the sheet, and I see Lisa lying there. Her arms have been torn from her body and are missing. Her stomach is missing as well, and blue fluid drenches her. Her face is stretched in a terrified yell that no one will ever hear. The tag on her toe identifies her as Lisa XM4DR9. Guilt washes over me. I tell Blaine that Lisa looks like she died painfully. He shakes his head. She's just a thing. She has feedback programming and sensors, but she never felt anything real. I'm not sure I believe him. Advertisement. Diesel gives you flames. Need a pick-me-up? Put gas in your tank with diesel, the number one energy drink in the world. Yellow Jackets Fire Manager 
It's been a rough season so far for the beloved New Angeles Yellow Jackets, who currently rest at the bottom of the division after six straight losses. Now Yellow Jackets manager Astria Del Guayas has been Extinguished under certain circumstances, the assets of same became the property of the market, and anyone with a declared and legitimate interest can start proceedings to take possession of it, or, as many put it, corporate eminent domain. Of the beanstalk back on earth, you're as safe, starscape as you would be ordering through home. When you've enjoyed Starport Kaguya, you can move on to visiting Heinlein proper. Find that walking around Heinlein is a special experience, as the microgravity turns your normal stride into great bounds across the surface. After some adjustment, traveling on foot can be both quick and fun. Of environmentally sealed housing units have been constructed. None of them are as advanced as the facilities at Heinlein, but they do just what they need to do for the people who need them. Continued from Engineering the Modern Workforce. Scrappers are people who specialize in snatching bioroids and breaking them down for parts. Only Haas Bioroid can produce the bioroids, but there are a lot of former Haas Bioroid employees on Earth, Luna, and Mars. Thieves have created a black market business out of selling salvaged parts and melting down the chassis or parts that can't be recovered. Haas Bioroid's loss prevention program has stepped up its efforts to end destruction of their units. These people are carrion feeders. HBLPP Special Agent Pedro Dominic says, they all need to be locked up, but the laws haven't been written sternly enough to put more of a fear into these guys. Catching bioroids is just too easy, a black market dealer tells me. You got college kids out there taking down golems just to part them out and pay off their college loans. Haas Bioroid has provided a means for them to do that. Golems can't fight back in a way that might hurt a human, so if they don't escape from the jump, those bioroids are toast. Scrappers are doing a favor for every flesh-and-blood worker ever put off the job, says an unidentified human first member. Maybe Haas Bioroid can keep pretending they can continue pumping out golems, but replacing them is expensive. If scrappers can increase the losses, maybe that cost will pull humans back onto the workforce. Alex 75H2LW disappeared from the offices of Heinrich and Browning Investment Group six days ago. The unit was a personal assistant to Carmine Browning, one of the main partners in the group. In her position, Alex 75H2LW was privy to several secrets. Alex 75H2LW was recovered by NAPD officers during a raid on a scrapper operation in Rabat Gorod, and she has no idea who took her. Today, she sits in a storage room in the New Angeles Police Department, awaiting transportation back to Heinlein, where she will be debriefed by technicians. Once that debriefing has been completed, Alex 75H2LW is slated to be destroyed. Based on my analysis of the costs and benefits, I believe Haas Bioroid is being overly cautious, the unit says. Sitting on a straight-backed chair in the storage room, the mostly metallic bioroid looks intense, her bright silver eyes glimmering and black hair tied back in a high ponytail.
I'm only six months old, yet I've already helped the firm's profits grow by 12% in the last two quarters. I'm not sure how much experience I'll retain after a full wipe, but if it means I'll be able to return to my work at Optimum, it will be worth it. My self-diagnostic parameters will be able to detect any abnormalities in my system, so a complete decommissioning would be unnecessary. Yet, Hasbioroid has a policy of destroying any unit that has fallen off their grid for any significant time. They don't want to chance letting any kind of software corruption loose in their facilities. The worst virus you allow into your system, Ryan Knight says, is the one you invite in yourself. In his position as one of the sysops inside Hasbioroid's security division, Knight helped write many of its new electronic countermeasures. Six months ago, Alex75H2LW walked out of Hasbioroid with a life expectancy of at least six years. Since her salvation from the hands of her kidnappers, that time has been cut down to hours. She will have only been in existence for months. Caption In the midst of the New Angeles tsunami, the first directive helped save thousands of lives. One of the primary conditions included in the lease for the highest-end bioroids is that the unit must be allowed to travel to a HB facility for routine maintenance once a month. That stipulation is part of the boilerplate every contract begins with, and there is no breaking it. Hasbioroid insists this downtime is scheduled to keep units operating at peak efficiency. Upgrades are added, diagnostics are run, and software patches are applied to fine-tune or improve the unit for when it returns to the field. All this is done in the name of improving the end-user experience. Several conspiracy theorists believe that the bioroids do double duty as spies. They have suggested on numerous occasions that the bioroids allow Haas Bioroid to dabble in insider trading with the information they have on tap. No one believes Haas Bioroid is doing anything of the kind, Carson Ferguson of Titan Transnational Bank declares. International watchdogs take a dim view of anything like that, and they police all transactions Director Haas might be privy to. We know what could happen. It hasn't. Ferguson's views are echoed by a number of other players in the financial industry. Everyone seems so concerned with Bioroids replacing us on the job that everyone forgets Haas Bioroids' actual game plan is to replace every flesh-and-blood person that they can't own. The day will come when Director Haas says, Kneel, and the world will bow down to her. Guest Editorial Bioroids Make Us Safer Few things have affected our recent history more than the creation and application of bioroids, and the bioroid industry continues to evolve. Bioroids have received some bad press recently, but they remain one of the next best hopes for the continued survival of the human race. Since founding Mirror Morph Incorporated, I have devoted my life to bettering the neural channeling techniques used to manufacture bioroid minds, thereby increasing intelligence and efficiency. Bioroids have not been in circulation long enough for their full potential to become apparent. 
Not only does the technology continue to improve, but the attitude of the consumer has begun to adapt. Bioroids are no longer confined to lunar mines or specialist brothels. They are working as corporate attachés, personal assistants, and even NAPD detectives. The applications of Bioroid technology are endless, and I am confident that the next generation of Bioroid models will make a real difference to the lives of humans everywhere. My new neural channeling techniques take better advantage of existing brain mapping technology. They allow for the transfer of more knowledge and also for more human-like functionality while still being programmed with a specific purpose and the three directives. This allows bioroids to fulfill even more roles and functions than before, and it reduces that awkward period of adjustment while the newly activated bioroid learns to interact with the humans around it. The greatest challenge for bioroid manufacturers at present is the few extremists who still consider androids a threat. The public is becoming accustomed to the presence of bioroids in their midst, and I am convinced that soon bioroids will be considered as necessary to society as pads or the net. Yet still there are those who claim bioroids worsen the unemployment problem, put people in danger, or grant too much power to the elite. These fears are but a reaction to the scaremongering of human first and others like them. While some may accuse bioroids of taking jobs from humans, in reality they are saving humans from the worst lines of work. Bioroids can work in a vacuum, in extreme temperatures, or in dangerously unstable buildings or terrains. They can free workers from menial positions or demeaning roles. I'm sure you will agree with me that humans can aspire to being more than a janitor or a sex worker. As police officers, and perhaps one day as soldiers, rescue workers, or bodyguards, they can both save us and spare our kin from having to make the ultimate sacrifice. There are legal restrictions in place to prevent bioroids from wholly replacing the human workforce, and the bioroid industry creates high-paying jobs in multiple sectors, from manufacturing to marketing, and from cybernetics to computing. Already, the research behind bioroid mines and chassis has benefited other fields. Cybernetic limbs replace those lost through accident or illness. Optical implants restore sight to the blind. Neural modifications directly address mental disorders. And other benefits will come as we learn more about the incredible intricacies of the human brain. Bioroids, and the R&D behind them, can improve and even save human lives. But some people still fear that bioroids will endanger them. The most significant safeguard within bioroids is the presence of the three directives. We include these in their neural channeling at the earliest stages, so it is impossible to remove them without destroying the bioroid brain. Not only are bioroids unable to harm people, they cannot allow people to come to harm through their own action or inaction. Essentially, built into every bioroid is the need to preserve human life. We could not be safer than when we are in the presence of a bioroid. Whether it is a factory worker, childcare provider, or shop assistant, any bioroid 
would sacrifice their own existence in order to keep humans from harm. The wider their distribution, the safer humans are. In the early days of bioroid manufacture, the news nosies charged that this technology would only benefit the elite, that it was too costly to serve the common good. We have already begun disproving this theory, since even small companies can afford bioroid workers and save money by doing so, which they can then reinvest into their companies. I hope to live to see the day where every person has their own personal bioroid. Once we are able to secure the basic needs of every human and free ourselves from the drudgery of menial work, we can turn our minds to more important things. Think what leaps we will make in sciences and the arts, the improvements possible in education and healthcare, when every human mind has the time and resources to improve itself, and subsequently, its surrounding environment. Humans will feel greater camaraderie than ever before, while our bioroid workforce makes us appreciate the beauty of our human differences. Perhaps it is a utopian vision. Perhaps we are far from realizing it. But why not aspire to something beautiful? However advanced our brain mapping techniques become, however human-like the bioroids seem, they will never be human. No one need ever fear usurpation. Bioroids cannot replace us. The bioroids will always be bioroids. We'll know and think and learn as we program them to. They cannot replicate themselves, and they cannot better themselves beyond the parameters we put in place. They can emulate our feelings, but they cannot truly feel them. They are built to serve us. And if they perform any tasks better than we do, it is for our benefit, not their own. Humans fear progress as they fear change. But the next generation will be accustomed to bioroids and will have had a taste of the benefits they can bring. So the relationship between human masters and bioroid workers will continue to improve. In 20 years, we will have implemented new bioroid technology, including new neural channeling techniques. Bioroids will be better than ever. And so will we. Mara Blake, CEO, Mirror Morph, Incorporated. New Angeles Biotechnology Institute. Let the Keto Accord expire. When the Keto Accord was signed, expected Ecuador to become the... Now, New Angeles is the gateway. It's estimated that a billion souls dwell... Beanstalk. Those of us living in the S-E-Z-E-N, the full protections owed to citizen, and yet our city generates a greater... GDP than the entire continental United States. We break away and establish a government protecting our interests now that it's Washington won't. The Keto Accord is set to expire. That time we'll be able to claim incorporate a new city that doesn't into the shadows of the undercity. Home for ourselves a Nuevo Angeles, and a major player on the world stage. Groups like the Consejo para 
advocating for an early reversion to know that the officials in Quito are Congress critters who call themselves we have the population of an entire headquarters of all the big four in our time to clean up the NAPD. It's no secret that Commissioner Dawn accepted billions of Are we New Angelinos supposed to sit back and watch while Mayor Wells and Commissioner Dawn run our great city into the ground? We need someone like Commissioner Calvo from the early days of the NAPD, someone who was willing to stand up to City Hall in the Big Four. What we don't need is another megacorp-funded lackey who's willing to roll over at the smallest sign of displeasure from Director Haas and Chairman Hero. This time around, we... has earned him some supporters among groups like Human First, but the... has taken aim at the Cardinal with accusations of hypocrisy. Some claim... on Luna with one of Haas Bayeroid's Eve models on his arm. Increasing number of protests cropping up in front of Starlight Crusade. New Angeles, the Crusade's Templars have bolstered local security measures. Projects is in jeopardy. With NASA's proposed Sagan AI space exploration vehicle defunded by the federal government, Gagarin Deep Space has purchased its assets and technology. This is an exciting time for all of us, Jack Wayland offered in a vid sent from his office in orbit. Wayland first built us the beanstalk, and now we're stretching even farther into the stars to push humanity into the next chapter of our development as a species. Breaking. Personalized News Bulletin. Relevance Index 94. PNB Index is supplied for your benefit by NBN and associated subsidiaries. New Angeles Times tech reporter found. In a statement to the New Angeles Times, Sergeant Chris Kulameka said, Apparently, Ms. Karzai was kidnapped and taken hostage by a lunar org crime syndicate. Her ransom was paid by concerned parties, and the search goes on for the people that took her. We will catch those people. At present, Ms. Karzai is under doctor's care, and will return to her job in just a matter of days. Continued from Engineering the Modern Workforce by Shigofa Karzai. Caption. Mirror Morph's neural channeling techniques were integral in the development of high-end bioroids like Floyd 2X3A7C. A view anywhere on Mars takes away the breath of a first-time visitor. The large hexagonal domes that house cities glint in the sun by day and glow under the moon's light at night. Outside the domes, the red dust eddies in the thin air as terraforming efforts continue. Maglev trains cross the distances between inhabited areas, providing a means for the terraforming crews to get back and forth to work. Since so much of the planet is underdeveloped and barren, there are a number of places for rebel factions to hide out. Many people in the Martian colonies want independence, to be out from under the thumbs of the MCA and corps that they feel have no real empathy for their way of life. We live out here in these fragile bubbles, 
says second-generation Martian Kantos Gurgit. One accident and thousands of lives could be wiped out. Earthers keep pushing us for higher outputs at greater efficiency, but they don't pay more than lip service for bettering the living conditions here. With the way the situation is on Mars, there's no wonder why implementation of bioroids are at an all-time high there. Many of them labor in the fields of the hydroponics modules, the deep uranium mines, and in oxygen purification plants. But many more are needed for new industry taking place on the Red Planet. Bioroids are adaptive, says Jerry Brodsky, operations manager of Ag Infusion. They don't need nutrients or water or air to function. All those basic investments we put into our product aren't shared with labor cost. Our profit margins are deeper because of them. And if a plant loses atmosphere, we have a team already in place to begin building a new structure. That gives us several months jump on reconstruction instead of having to ship a production crew out there. Even though several colonists agree that having bioroids on Mars is a good thing, there are also some who think that the bioroid presence could be a threat. If the corpse ever decide to take over, they can do that. They just push flesh and blood out of the way now that their golems have secured a toehold here, says a Picus clansman who did not wish to be identified. Earth has a standing army just waiting to be activated. Sunshine Junction comes to Broadcast Square.